Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> no, but it does, you know the whole tip yeah, thing? No, I was starting to sound like, dude, there's like a giant tip there. Just pick another part of the tip. Doesn't work like that. It's when you can't have but something. It's not just is the tip. Really, really it's not want. just the tip. It's not just the tip. <laughs> you know, that's the second time I made the tip joke in like 24 hours. <laughs> Where else did you make it? Last night? Was that the with your wife? Christmas party? Oh, okay. No, it was at the Christmas party, and this guy was showing me his Disney tattoo, and he had to pull his pants down a bit. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, that. <laughs> it goes, and then I said to him, don't worry, I didn't see anything. I just saw the tip. <laughs> 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 There's a rat called Radis. He's a leader of the bunch. A cat called Mardigliana. She's fluffy, but she's tough. Darren, he's a dopey dog. Mix, he's a muddled up, mixed up bunny. Hello, welcome to the Ferals Podcast. I'm your host, Monkey Boy, and I'm going <laughs> <by. laughs> What? <laughs> Was that? That sounded like a sound clip. Hey. That sounded like a sound clip. sweetie. And? I already said Mike. But just in case, Mike. Uh, was, that a, was that a sound clip? Seriously, it sounded no. like a sound clip. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to well. do that again. We don't have enough battery left. Keep going. So the episode opens. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't think you've thrown me. Of course, uh, season two, episode fourteen. Joe's army. It two opens more to, go. to Keith two driving. More two, two more. Two more. Yeah, I know this Including one. Including this, this one. Yes. The next one. Yeah. <sighs> so close. Um, yeah. So we have Keith who's driving the car. The car's back. Um, and the feral scare. Keith and fake Kylie out of the car and jump in the car themselves. We should clarify, this is the broken car that doesn't actually go anywhere. Not Joe's flashy car. That's the, true. The Beastmaster. Although, the Beastmaster. He master. doesn't have the Beastmaster anymore, does he? He had it for oh. one episode and then... No, no, because didn't, didn't it get repossessed? Because it turned out he didn't have enough money. Yeah. But he's got another yeah, car. Yeah, got repossessed. Because we knew that Robbie borrowed the other car. Yes, he mm. does have another car. Which is also a bit of a beast. Cars he had in this episode. Yeah. Anyway, can I, can I just say so, when when the had them Keith and Kylie going round the car, mm-hmm. then the camera pans around the car to where the ferals are. That was one of the best yep. camera angles and tr- like trend camera, I guess, pans that I've seen in the series pans. so far. Mm. Yeah, it was fantastic. There's there's a well, few the really well done is- scenes. Mm. Well, the last episode as well had some interesting camera shots that we'd never seen before. Maybe they're all, like, trying to uh, advertise for new jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Look what we can do. <laughs> Maybe at this stage they know, yeah. No more seasons of the Ferals. I'm going to do Feral TV. When did, um, did we... So I don't remember if Mal explained. When did they find find out that there wasn't going to be a third season? Did I thought it was that? at the... St- I thought they knew it from the start. Oh. We definitely asked him that question. Mm, I thought we did. I um, think, I think he said like something along deal. the lines that they... 
they said that that it would continue, but it might be in a different format. Right. Which is exactly what ended up happening. So. Yes, for the worst. Different, poorer format. Yeah. Um. So this episode, we see Robbie and Lenny have moved back into the apartment. Yay! Yes, it was like old times. It was awesome. It brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> it was like old times this episode, actually, wasn't it? Um, well, cause we also had Lenny's, yeah. Joe busting in. Well, Lenny's building Lenny something. Inventing Robbie's stuff. playing exactly. with the guitar and Joe busting in. The episode in. was, was like- half good. <laughs> Just like the old times. And now I'm like fully 50-50 on whether Robbie plays his guitar or not. This, mm. this, I don't know. What do you think? Yes, I noticed that too. It looked like she was playing in this scene. It really yep. did. Well, I actually thought it looked like she wasn't playing, but it looks like she knows how to play. Because she was oh. definitely doing so, some chord... Like, she was doing some good movements, but... Yeah. I have a feeling that it's just... She's not playing what is actually being played that's done in post. No. But yeah, she's definitely. actually doing some chord movements. Now, unless she just learnt those just to make it look like she knows how to play. Gee, I don't but know. Her Her fingering skills look pretty good, to be honest. <laughs> you idiot. Um, Imagine they did. fret fingers. So, Fretting skills? Gonna be I don't know what it's called. I don't play the guitar. We, we, have, to, we have to be very clear on what the question is, because we're going to ask her, Kylie, who uh, played Robbie... So we've got to still shoot that that list of questions. It might be in, might be in time for the final episode. But what is the question that we're trying to ask? See, for me, the question is: mm. Do you know how to play guitar, or did you know how to play guitar? Yes, I think it needs to say: Did you know how to play the guitar during your yeah, time? That's the first question on the ferals. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, questions. how good are you <laughs> at fingering a guitar? Yes. Can we just then, be clear that Mike is coming nowhere near this list of questions? Oh. No, 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 no. He's not even looking at a draft of the questions. <laughs> um, and and then, given that the, I never I listened to fun- any of our episodes, I don't think I'm ever going to find out <laughs> what the answers are. <laughs> I think we're going to read the answers on the... <laughs> what do you think? This is just for our general amusement. We're going to ask her and then just throw her. Yes, we're not even going to talk use- about it. We're not even going to talk about it on the show. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think the next is, you know, were there any episodes that you actually played the guitar and it wasn't just post? Which I think the answer is going to be no for me. So, um, now there's a, I've got a bit of hay fever, which is a good segue, I think, because I'm sniffing a lot, mm. to uh, what Lenny's invention is. Mm-hmm. But he teased us. They, they had the old... Us. Oh, this device will help us. And then we're waiting, we're waiting. <laughs> and then they, they change to another scene. And then come back. And and, <laughs> and the classic and the classic Ferrell's thing of Robbie plays the guitar and it kind of disrupts the invention a bit. Yes. And that's the last we ever hear of that particular point. <laughs> yeah. Until the end. But at least they added it. It wasn't like, oh, was it two episodes ago or something? The one that I really yeah. hated where everything felt super contrived. At least in this one, they, they set something up from the start. You forget about it, and they bring it back. So, I, I think that's okay. <laughs> they can get away is, with that. Isn't that still contrived? Not as contrived as... as uh-huh. Look, she plays the guitar. She was practicing like she always does. Yeah, you can see how it fits in, yeah, you know. I thought it was a good fairly okay. They didn't, yeah. they didn't need to beat you, beat it, beat you over the head with it. Because then it mm. would have just been constantly reminding, oh, well, when's this going to come up? When's this going to come up? 
So I remembered mm. it, but I kind of did lose it a bit. And then when it came back in, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, that. I must, and I, it was I well used. The same. I totally forgot. I forgot that you know the guitar disrupts the field. Um, what field? But yeah, I haven't talked about it so, yet. Shh. <laughs> okay. No, no, but I was talking about that. I was giving the segue as I was sniffing a lot uh-huh. as to what the name of the invention is, and then you guys didn't take my but, bait. No, but but we like to uh, do things in order, whereas you like to do I things d- proper. So basically, they invent this machine. So you guys are waiting until we talk Lenny about Lenny creates this machine called the Solar Neutronic Integrated Force Field, or the SNF. Wow, oh. Mike, Mike is on top of and this. <laughs> that particular device will be used throughout yes. the episode. Now, can I just yeah, say... Kind of like in flashback. The sniff, the sniff right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sniff. The That's sniff. what I'm doing in this episode. You know, me sniffing. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I decided to Google some white the stuff. sniff. The sniff. Yeah. And to see what I yeah. found. <laughs> the sniff. Now, did you guys... Now, now, can I just say... Can I just say... This has given your search history. So, whatever the results are, I'm going to say they're skewed. Go on. <laughs> okay, so it shows Urban Beastmaster... It, it came up with Urban Dictionary, the first thing, did it? Yeah, one of them. One of the first things. <laughs> and I reckon if I search it right now, it will not do that. Nah. Okay. Basically, you know how we <laughs> talked about slang about being on the pool and how that would sound very weird yeah. to certain people? Mike didn't even yeah. know that slang. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. apparently... ignorant. Although I can't though. find any other proof other than Urban Dictionary. On the That's sn- proof enough. On the sniff is the same <laughs> as on the pool. Oh. Wow. So can I just... This is what it states on Urban Dictionary. To be on the lookout for a sexual partner originates from the animal world where the male of, and female of a species will sniff each other's genitals before copulation. And the example, the example... Where are you going tonight, love? Out in the sniff, mum. Craig, don't Wait, be rude. <laughs> and... And awesome. What I love is in the search results, a couple of search results down is um, about a recent Australian political scandal, and it says, Bron- oh, yeah, yeah. Bronwyn Bishop's $5,000 helicopter ride to Liberal fundraiser fails the sniff test, according to Joe Hockey. So I'm like, yeah. what's the sniff test when we're talking about the I, uh, I reckon Joe Australian Hockey Liberal must have Party. gone on, uh, on a few sniff nights back in his day. <laughs> Bronwyn possibly anyway. too. See, I- that's so funny that you said, you know, a, a recent or relatively recent uh, Australian sniff, you know, related thing. I thought you were talking about the chair sniffer. Chair sniffer? Oh, in what WA. Was, what was what? that again? So, <laughs> so, there was this WA politician who got caught, like, so, you know, they're in a big meeting room or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And they everyone left and he stayed behind. And, you know, people walked out the door and he started sniffing the chairs that some of the female colleagues were sitting on. What? You're okay. kidding me? How yeah. did I not hear this? Yeah. That's a really weird fetish. Was he, like, was he an actual <laughs> like, elected representative? Yeah, dude. He was like, he was, what's it called? The the leader of... of the pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the leader of the Liberal Party over in WA. What? A state leader? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming, I'm assuming he's been I think, fired. Now. I think there's a lot oh, of yeah, people out, with really weird quirks that you know are in pretty high up positions. <laughs> so I know, but the this thing is, is probably the least weird once. thing I reckon. Just people just don't get caught. <laughs> so, what- and then another time it goes, the incident took place in front of other staff and was done to get a laugh. <laughs> Can I just say when when so he did it up. in in 
in secret that that one. Mm. Did someone? Did they catch him on camera, or did someone walk back in and he's like, "Oh, I'm just looking for my Mars bar I dropped or something." Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think he got caught, but I can't remember. It was a long. It was a long time ago. Imagine, imagine you're like a a secretary or an admin person for the for the state Liberal Party, and you walk in on your leader doing that. Oh my god! It's kind of a it's kind of a weird one, right? Because it's like you feel like you've been violated somehow, but really, well. That have these. I know. This is the thing. Is it and violated? You kind of been violated, but like how? It's, it's just weird. <laughs> Look, I, I granted it's weird, but I don't see how it could possibly be violated because someone sniffed a chair you sat on half an hour ago. I would probably. That's, feel that's, that's like being violated that by someone looking at you. Come on, don't be so prissy. <laughs> oh yeah, because no one can feel violated. By it's weird. I agree, but being violated because someone sniffed a chair you sat on. Come on, Vi- I just love it. That, that's, pushing, always, that's pushing. Violate the doesn't always have of, to be a physical interaction. How are you violated? Like, how, what's the violation exactly? I would feel violated if someone sniffed the chair I just sat on. Why? <laughs> because I don't, I don't feel I need to justify that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, Why? No, I. I no, exactly. This was kind of my point. Like, I, I get it's like, like I said, you feel violated, but it's kind of weird that you feel violated. It is. Like, There's I, no rational reason for it to feel violated. Explain. It's just an emotional response. But emotions aren't always rational. We've been through this before, Mike. Yeah. yeah I know. It doesn't make Mike's any sense to me. I would find it weird. I'd be like, dude, what the <laughs> f- How are you doing? But I wouldn't yeah, but why, why be violated would you like or that? offended by it. I'll just find it weird. But then why would you say, why the F would you do that? Well, because it's kind of weird and not exactly a normal thing for someone to do that. And I'd like to know <laughs> why he would do that. Because, you know, maybe he's got some know. weird reasons okay. that are not very apparent. I can't possibly think of why. So, so yeah, Mike, just, just if you, say, sorry, anyway. if, if you put your jacket on your chair, which apparently you can't do at your work anymore, but if yes. you put your jacket on your chair... That's, that is crazy. Anyway, is anyway, crazy. anyway. Crazy. And someone comes up and starts sniffing the armpits of your jacket. Yes. You'd just be like... That's just weird, man. Don't do that. You wouldn't yes, feel violated. I seriously would. No, I don't. I don't know why you could possibly feel violated. You're such a liar. You get so emotional, man. You're like one of the most emotional Over people that, I know. Are you freaking serious? Why would I get? Why? why how violating my what? My personal space? What is it violating? I don't. I don't get it. Well, it is. Yeah, you got it on the head. It is. Uh, you know, your personal space, isn't it? No, it isn't. It's a it's 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 a group space that I happen to have sat on five minutes ago. That's not my personal space. But you don't have the expectation that someone's going to go and sniff where you used to sit. All right, what's know? the difference between that and say you're wearing like perfume, whatever? Someone walks past and sniffs the air that you walk through. What the hell's the difference? <laughs> do you, Do you guys feel violated when someone walks past and goes, "Oh, you smell good today." I think no, it, a lot of it has to effort. do with the intention and the way that an action is performed. It's you know, it's no, not as simple. as Still, that, would not feel violated. Would, I would be weirded out, possibly, but not violated. Possibly, it's where you <laughs> you'd possibly be weirded out. Dude, like, there's like way worse things that people have. That. I, I've seen and witnessed and stuff. Besides, some dude sniffing my freaking jacket. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I think it's weird, yeah, but, but put, not. Oh my god, you just raped me with your nose. <laughs> Which is kind of what you guys are making it out to be, really. No, I'm not. We're not. We're, come on, we're not saying that. But I think it's like if you've put cologne on or perfume, you've made an effort to try to smell good. So it's like it's normal for someone. It's like a compliment. 
But if you haven't, and they're like, ooh, you smell good, like your body odor smells nice, that's weird, man. That's like creepy. It's like yeah, if, creepy if someone goes up that. to you no, and no, starts sniffing, sniffing your hair, they're not touching you, but they're like, your hair smells really nice. See, Mike would take that as a compliment. I would. I'd be like, <laughs> now, why, thank you. I use the following shampoo. Now, now that goes even if into sorry, a even if it was a stranger on on like a train even if platform. it was a stranger, it's because you know dude, I, had I get like zero me. human contact. If, if I, someone I had came that, up to me and said that, I'd be like, finally, someone's talking to me. Thank you. I had that exact situation happen to me on at Sunshine Train Station like Wait, ten what? years ago. Yeah, a dude like some weird drunk dude. <laughs> what? Yeah. He starts talking to me, and then I'm like, okay, cool. Like just trying to not prolong the conversation and slowly walk away he's like by the way do you know you got you smell nice <laughs> and I'm like what, what? And I'm like, thanks right, random I'm drunk dude no it wasn't I believe that. it was I believe Mike that. This is- see Mike Mike's like that's a nice compliment it wasn't a compliment yeah, he, Mike it was creepy not as like hell that. Huh, okay I'd take it as a compliment <laughs> see in terms of the hair sniffing that reminds me of uh, the current Prime Minister of New Zealand, who mm-hmm. was pulling people's hair. Oh, you've just Did you hear about a, this? You've just linked no. to Michael. Let me have a look at this. Including children. Wait, what? And okay, it, it actually all it all came out when this Auckland waitress said, like, she got so sick of him touching her hair that he that she like spoke to the the media, <laughs> and then then they went back and they found all these videos of him pulling children's hair and women's hair and everything. He oh. loves to pull people's hair. It's a bit weird. <laughs> That's a weird little. I know, quirk. I don't think this is, like, there's obviously strange. probably nothing sexual about it. It's a it's a weird little habit, but <laughs> so Mike thinks like that's it. not weird. Yet sniffing your arm, um, oh anyway, I'm confused. Sorry, he thinks I never that's said weird, it's not weird. I your, said your I would get violated. Is, is there's weird. a difference. I can think something's weird yet not feel violated for it happening. All right, like, yes, all right. a random dude okay. saying, "Oh my god, you smell nice on the street." Yeah, I think it's weird. It's not something people normally do, but I wouldn't feel violated if someone did that. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right. All right. Well, this is not getting back to the episode, but we'll force it. So, <laughs> um, force it back to the episode. I guess force uh, sniffing. And anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> Keith, Keith and Faye Kylie are sick of uh, the ferals, you know, getting in their car and the tip and all that kind of stuff. So they decided to put up a barricade, put some bi- barbed wire up around the tip, and declare it a feral-free zone. Now, I thought it was very foolish of the ferals to attack. Because Keith and Faye Kylie had the higher ground. Correct. Oh, of course. They should have learned from Anakin. <laughs> Army Strategy 101. <laughs> when they started to attack and then they got just bombarded, I'm like, you fool! <laughs> they had the higher ground! <laughs> have you never played Command and Conquer? What the hell? <laughs> Which came out you know, in the same year as this did. Give or take. This, we... I can't remember what episode it was. It was probably even season one. Um, we talked about how we could see the start of like gang warfare happening. And this is exactly what happened in this episode. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, we've already covered the, the sniff machine, right? Mm-hmm. It, uh, the part of it that we didn't see is when Joe busted in uh, with his army gear and he's going to be an army reservist. I felt like it was taking the piss out of the army a little bit. Did you, did you guys feel that? Or yeah. it was just Joe who's a bit of a bumbling idiot? Well, Joe oh, kind of gets I thought his- it was okay. It was alright, because okay. he gets his, you know, his fingers dipped into everything, so... It's just That's something true. else he's trying That's out. True. 
That's true. Do you have to use, and, and like, we'll... every saying in such a weird way? Your fingers <laughs> dipped Section. in everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen now. Every, everything's every going to have some, some fingering involved. <laughs> Jesus. Um, you t- and you tell me when we get ready, John. This is the first time that we see uh, the power of the force field. So Joe keeps running into the force field. I think out of everyone running into the force field, because obviously there isn't a force field. No. I think Joe or Mig, he does the best job at like doing the acting for hitting it. But the only thing is, half the time his hand and his arm were past where his head was hitting. Oh yeah, I know that. <laughs> oh, well, is he supposed to act somehow like that? His whole body like. No, but like you can this- you can move your head ahead of you without doing that it's just it happened all throughout this episode every time that someone tried to move through the force field it would only be their head affected okay so let me say this how does the force field work exactly right oh true because you're making an assumption neutronic isn't that something no that's not yeah so maybe it's the brain or something yeah maybe so if you chop off your head solar neutrons (laughs) okay (laughs) so Getting back to the uh, the tip invasion, so mm. the ferals are trying to come up with plans. The plans included Darren wanting to call a bomb threat, and then also wanting to fart, like almost chemical warfare, um, to try to kick them out. Very violent, very violent. Mm. And then they, this episode was super violent. Actually, and then they about all about fantasize about weapons. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. I know, they keep on going, oh, we're going to get, like, an like AK-47s <laughs> and shoot them down. and Heat-seeking Get missiles. the tanks blowing them. Yeah, heat-seeking. Okay, <laughs> I, I thought, you know, these days, video games are a lot more um, realistic than uh, than they used mm. to be. And I, th- I thought it was a bad idea to let, like, five-year-olds and seven-year-olds play Call of Duty. But this wasn't that much better. It's like, bam, let's use M16s and, you know, whatnot. So. Yeah, but... <laughs> If you say let's use M16s, kids not gonna know what an M16 even is. It's just they said M16 machine gun. They actually said M16. Yeah, but I mean, gun. like when you were when you were that I age, I knew what it was. I reckon yeah, I knew what I it reckon, was when I was like six. Uh, 12, a kid, knew, a kid knows 30. what a machine gun is. Yeah, 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 I agree. But there's a difference between implying, "Hey, let's use a machine gun," and there you go. You, you get a machine gun in a virtual world and you mow down hundreds of people. Yeah. I think can it's a lot now, worse nowadays. Put, Way worse. Can I? Can I put this to both of you guys? Mm. Mm. This this um, went to air in, I think, 95, right? Yes. 95, yeah. The Port Arthur Massacre happened in April 96. Do we... Do you guys <laughs> think that... Mm. No, because... Jeez. No, no. I'm not... I'm making a serious point here. Mm. Um, right. Because basically, the, at that point, for anyone who doesn't know... Um, the government initiated a buyback scheme and essentially well, about 600... Back. What happened? What happened in Port Arthur? The 35 people were massacred and a whole lot of people were injured by a madman in, in Tasmania. And essentially that mass shooting caused the government to make a fantastic decision to buy back a lot of weapons and firearms. And I think it was six, almost 650,000 weapons were bought. Wow. And they funded it through increasing uh, Medicare, which is our public health kind of, you know, health cover. So basically, yeah, um, by making slight increase to the levy. Now, do you guys think that they would have had this episode after that whole gun control issue? No way, probably not. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you reckon? Nah, way too sensitive. It wasn't. 
It wasn't like full on gun this, gun that. So, well, in this uh, scene, they talked a lot about guns, and I think they probably it would have affected this scene if the probably not oh, the whole yeah. episode. But they're like, oh, how can you win a war without weapons? And then you know, <laughs> Joe actually makes a really good point. He's like, you know, like it's not all about weapons; it's about strategy and stuff like that. It's really <laughs> I know. What I love about it is that Joe is like the sensible one in this. That Darren has most of the good ideas now. This show's gone like. It's like forgotten who which character's which. Yeah. Because you're right. They they were talking about, oh, how else can we get rid of them apart from killing them? There was a lot of, like, threats to kill people in this episode, I will say. <laughs> we'll, re- we'll revisit that later. But, um, yeah, you're right. So, Joe, Joe said, no, you can outthink them. You can out-strategize them. So, he started to explain the pincer move, camouflage, outflanking them. <laughs> um... And, oh yeah, and then he opens the book to the Army Reserve, didn't he? Yeah, to Chapter 1, which was... Chapter 1. I actually have forgotten. It's surprise. Surprise, the element surprise, surprise, is, surprise right? Surprise is the best surprise, weapon. Surprise, well, Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. although we don't see the pages of the other chapters, but we hear them, clip art had some awesome clip art of, like, <laughs> an exclamation mark in a bubble or something. I have to say, in my opinion, clip art has made a comeback. Now, it's not, like, clip art, clip art the way it used to look. It's now stencil images. So, like, one-colour stencil images oh, yeah. of things. Yeah. But like it's ve- so Vector graphics now. or... Yeah, vector, like single-colour, yeah. stencil-style graphics but if you of, get it, of things. You can get good sets of vector graphics through stop yeah. sites, right? Yeah, and with that, yeah, are, yeah that are good and effective, but we know the classic clip art, the horrible black... Like black figures, you know, sounds really bad, but you know, like the just the stick figures <laughs> that that had like were holding like pencils and stuff like it was really horrible stuff. I, f- I find your views offensive. <laughs> All right, sorry, colored colored stick figures that hey, were holding. Have you been <laughs> colored stick? <laughs> That's even worse. I have to stop to be, violating him, John. To- Jesus, quit it. Uh, so wait, wait. Can I actually ask you, Sweeney? What's more offensive, coloured or black? I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> what? It's a cha- I reckon it, it just seems to change every every decade. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. With <laughs> your your holes dug. Um, okay. So uh, yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah. Element of surprise. So Joe and the Ferals decide to charge the enemy. Can I? Now, can guys- I just? No, you go first. I've got something <laughs> okay, to talk about you. this point. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, who thought that this scene was really strange? The slow motion. I didn't. And I'll tell I you why in it. a sec. Oh. Well, I, to me, like it seems like an homage to Gallipoli in the Gallipoli movie as it well. It is indeed. Including the yeah. music. So, in a uh, little fun fact, in Gallipoli, 1981 film, with Mel Gibson mm-hmm. and... I don't remember the name of the other dude. <clears throat> when he is tasked... <laughs> do you guys remember? Because we watched this at school. Um, yeah, do you guys yeah. remember the part where he has to take uh, a letter or something? Or he has to take a... I forget what. He has to run to the other side of the camp. And it's playing yeah. Oxygen by uh, Jean-Michel Jarre, who used to be a an electronic composer back in like the 70s and 80s and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And this music isn't that, but it's very you know close it's kind of like a rendition of the same sort of song so you can tell the whole idea was inspired from there which i thought was pretty cool yeah mike mike 
Where the hell have you been? This is this is what we want from you every episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah, this is that's awesome because I thought the music was was brilliant. I didn't know that. That's a good pickup, man. Yeah, I didn't know. Jean-Michel Jarre Oxygen. You should you guys should check it out. Pretty cool. Cool. Track. Is that does he also do the Alouette song? No. <laughs> he didn't do the Alouette song. Was he uh, Isn't the Alouette song he, French Canadian though? Not actual from France France. Jeez. We established last <laughs> Just time. dropping bombs left right and center now. <laughs> Chapter 5 of the Army Reserve. Mike is the weapon. <laughs> Mike, the living weapon. Exactly, dropping bombs, French Canadian. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the Ferals run into a hole that Keith and Kylie have. That, fake Kylie, it's sorry. A tr- it's a trench, isn't it? A trench, oh yes. How do they dig this so quickly? I don't know. They yeah, did this whole, this whole cool set up very yeah. quick. Oh, it was awesome. It's really cool. But set. they've done this a few times where they've had uh, trenches in this show. And it wasn't a Keith and Kylie last time as well that dug a trench and Ooh. Joe fell into it? Uh, yeah, they dug that hole when Joe was being battered the entire episode. Yeah, they dug it and they, they covered it up the with like some leaves yeah. and stuff. <laughs> so they're very good at digging trying to trenches. Trap. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. You know, kangaroos and koalas are known for being those underground animals. <laughs> Exactly. That's a, surely they need the wombat to come back to make that make sense. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, now, now we have, like, uh, Keith and Fake Kylie trying to figure out how how they can defend their their fortification. And how did... Did Kylie just, like, Fake Kylie just jump past and see the force field machine? Or the or did she hear about it? No, well, what happens is Keith says... Oh, Kyle's, I don't know if I can find any more battles, Kyle's. My stomach's really empty. And she <laughs> says, you stay here and hold the fort while I go look for supplies. Then oh, she okay. walked past and she saw Robbie and Lenny leave the force field. Just leave it out on the porch like it's just nothing. Just leave it yes, on the do. porch. So. <laughs> exactly. That's where all good inventions to go. But on your she, porch, outside. But she had ovens. a slight moment of, like... Good conscience, where she's like, "Yes, I'm not gonna steal it. Um, I'll steal." <laughs> so this is a kids show, right? <laughs> and this is actually, I think, the first time I've ever felt like, "Oh, wait, this character looks like it's weighing the moral decisions." <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, "Yeah, just steal it. Who cares?" She steals it anyway, so maybe that makes it worse. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like she knows she's doing the wrong thing versus this, all the rest of this them is who just do the wrong thing. Easily the most prominent episode that Kylie's ever had. Oh. And I yeah, reckon definitely. she actually delivers in this episode. Yeah, she wasn't bad. Yeah, I know. She's still her right. acting, still a bit. I don't know. It's just it doesn't match. It's much better in this one. But better, maybe but it's, it's still just weird. Well, Sorry, fake I thought color. it was weird in some. <laughs> I thought it was weird in some places where it, you know how it looks like she was trying to hop when she's moving, mm. and then it's like the puppeteer just couldn't be bothered and just started like walking normally again, and then go back to hop. I don't know. It must be tiring to like. Oh, I don't know how much the puppets weigh. Did we we didn't really find that out from Mel, did we? Ah, oh, they wouldn't weigh that much, surely. Okay. I don't know. Because they're not that big. But I guess right? holding your arm up can get tiring. But I guess for a puppeteer, you're probably used to that. So. <laughs> that is your job, so it's true. But yeah, I guess it would be. So they've stolen the uh, the the force field. And now uh, Joe has a new plan. And of course, it relies on Darren <laughs> playing a very important role as all these plans do for whatever reason it's not any of the other ferals it's 
Dopey Darren. And the, um, the plan and was... going to play a decoy. Yep, the plan was taken from Chapter 2 of the Army Reserve Manual. <laughs> very, which Very com- convenient. <laughs> the decoy. Now, I like how Chapter 1 of the Army Reserve Manual is surprised as the best weapon, not like... You know, something a lot more basic than that. It's like straight into war <laughs> strategies. Yeah, I know, I know. And then decoy is an, is the next one. So, and he's also I like how he's wearing a target on his front. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. A, a literal target, like it's like a <laughs> yeah. cardboard with a target on it. Bullseye target. <laughs> um, and yeah, Darren hits the force field with his head. And all the other ferals try to go through it as well. And it, it is pretty funny. The puppeteering in this is pretty funny, especially Moddy. Shout out to, to Mel with that. I thought that was a really good one, actually. Did you see when she was, like, trying to go in and she just, like, flung back, like, yeah. so aggressively? Um, so th- that's when we get up to Chapter 3 of, of the Army Reserve Manual, which is Retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Great strategy which is so Army. Messed up. Australian Army Reserve, clearly. I know! <laughs> that is, like... <laughs> It's like, uh, I don't know, it's like offensive or something. It's crazy, man. Um, There's no actual proper fighting. There's just trying to surprise them and failing at it. Trying to sneak up to them and failing at it. And then retreating because everything (laughs) failed. I know, it's crazy. Um, So then we have the Ferals and Joe talking around the fire. Um, I've written the secret weapon, but I've forgotten (laughs) what the secret weapon was. Do you remember what the secret weapon? Oh, I can't remember. I just, I just remember um, <sighs> him talking about chapter four. That's all. Yeah, yeah. So because they got to do reconnaissance now. Yes. Um, and I do enjoy this where so they're saying Darren again. Why is Darren always the key man in all these plans? <laughs> it's so <laughs> ridiculous. Um, they they say he's going to scout. So he comes back dressed as an actual scout, which which you know made me laugh. Yeah, I thought that was good. pretty funny. Yeah. Now you know uh, what and I. Then Joe's like, you know, sorry. You yeah, know what on. I realised is that I don't know how to word, spell the word reconnaissance off the top of my head. That really disappointed oh, me. That's not. That's not an easy word. I know spell. it's not an easy. Is that a French word? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Re- yeah definitely. Re- no, no, I'm not going to do a fake French. Reconnaissance. Same, same as. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? No, no, I'm saying yeah, it is. Uh, I I tried to type it in and it doesn't help. Not only is it a hard word to spell, it doesn't help that I have fat fingers and I mistyped some of the um. <laughs> Some of the, no, the letters what? as you well. You haven't got fat. No, no. I, I okay, it, let me clarify that. Mike doesn't have fat fingers. He's just got huge friggin' hands. They're pretty big, yes. And <laughs> by massive. the way, there's no correlation between that and something else, unfortunately. So. <laughs> exactly. So it makes it look smaller. <laughs> Way smaller. <laughs> he nose, said, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so I tried to spell it. I ended up putting R E C C O I N I D E. A C N E, which obviously isn't how I was going to spell it anyway. <laughs> and it goes, did you mean? Did you mean retinoid acne or reconnect? <laughs> and it goes, no results containing all your search terms were found. That's the first time I've ever typed something into Google where it's found nothing at all. Yeah, I know it's so freaky, isn't it? It's happened once or twice. Retinoid acne. Search for something. What is, what is retinoid acne? Retinoid? I'm gonna. I don't like know. It. Let's find out. Retinoid acne. Sounds like something. You're it's because it's got nothing to do with your retina, because that's your eye. So what's your retinoid? Uh, and how can you get acne know. on it? It must be something on your skin. Ret- well, the way I got about vitamin A derivatives, which have proven very effective at unblocking pores. Hmm. Okay. There you go. So that was lame. Well, yeah. that was boring. So very lame. Yeah, I know. I got around the spelling by just saying recon, <laughs> <laughs> which I know is reconnaissance. So, but I actually thought just then I. 
don't think if it, okay someone said here's a million bucks if you could spell reconnaissance could you do it I don't think like if you only had one attempt no I'd, I, I wouldn't yeah I'm, I'm not sure if I yeah would you would you gamble a thousand dollars to win a million dollars to try to spell reconnaissance no oh I was so wow. close alright uh, I tried it again oh uh, sorry I'll just I say it oh, depends how much money like spare money I had <laughs> <laughs> okay, I shit you not. I actually tried to type it in properly now, and the only thing I got wrong was the double N, because there's a double N and what? a double S. So close! Oh, oh, oh! Wait, I've I've spelt it. Let's see how close I've come. I'm gonna see how close. Oh I've my god, well. way off. <laughs> <laughs> Samson, I got the double N and double I was S. Way off. I missed an I, and I got an O where there should be an A. I missed. Close. I missed the I and the double S. That's it. Okay, we're all about... I miss the simple yeah, about days the same. when we're young and yeah. free. Terrible spellers, man. Terrible. That's a hard word. All right. That's a hard and probably had better spelling skills word. than we do now. My, I used to be able to spell silhouette, which I actually someone... It was a bizarre situation. I, I, I think I was watching some TV show and they go, oh, no one knows how to spell silhouette. So then I purposely remembered how to spell it. And it actually came up in a meeting one time. Like, oh, silhouette. Hey. Like, they were writing silhouette on the board, and I'm like, yeah, I can spell it. I just spelled... And everyone's like, whoa, that's I, amazing. <laughs> I just spelled silhouette. Um, and I didn't realise I could. Go on. No, I could... First of, all, first of all, show me right in front of me so I can tell you. So, ah, okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not like I'm doing off the top of my head. No, but... It, How about you, Mike? How would you spell silhouette? Uh, S-I-H-L-O-U... <laughs> silhouette... I don't know how. It's tough because it does have two H's. It's a very hard word. What did you say, John? What? What did you say? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I got excited. I got excited. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's get back to it. I wrote silhouette in my notes now. Well, hang on. Didn't I. Hang on. S I L H. You didn't I'm say L. I'm joking, I'm joking. It yeah, I did. Just... Silhouette, why wouldn't L I say silhouette when you? there's clearly an L in there? Swinney, did he say L? Did you I not say L? S-I-H-L. Oh, yeah, you said sorry, S-I-H-L. I think, I think the recording might prove you wrong on that. I don't even think you said No, no, I think I did say H-L. You're right, but it's probably L-H, I'm assuming. It is L-H, but... Well, I've got a recording of this, so Ah, la silhouette. <laughs> Alright, so now Joe and the Ferals are meant to be on watch. I don't know why they're on watch. Why can't they just go back into the shed? And away from from uh, the Ke- Keith and Faye Kyler. Because they're at the tip, which is why a Why can't away. you just butter both sides of the toast and that way it's not going to fall down and hit the floor on one side because it's just going to like keep spinning in midair because it doesn't know how to fall. Huh? Can I it just, floats if you do it. Can I just ask? <laughs> I assume so. Damn. I've never tried it. We know we know the ferals don't use logic, right? <laughs> we know yeah. that. So this is probably yeah. a very stupid question, and it would completely, you know, s- strip the whole point out of this episode. Why were the ferals so keen to get to Keith and Kylie? Well, they wanted the tip back. Was that it? It's just that we're taking this one particular spot in a tip because it wasn't the whole tip; it was just like this one spot. 
Yeah, it was the car and everything. You know how it is. Couldn't they have just gone away and come back like two weeks later and they would have been dead from starvation? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The skeleton (laughs) asked. No, but you know the whole tip thing? I was going to say, I'm like, dude, there's like a giant tip there. Just pick another part of the tip. Doesn't work like that. It's when you can't have something is when you really, really want It's not just the tip. It's not just the tip. (laughs) You know, that's the second time I made the tip joke in like 24 hours. (laughs) Where else did you make it? Last night? Was that the with your wife? Christmas party? Oh, okay. No, it was at the Christmas party, and this guy was showing me his Disney tattoo, and he had to pull his pants down a bit. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, that. <laughs> it goes. And then I said to him, don't worry, I didn't see anything, I just saw the tip. <laughs> 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 this guy was like, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I like Christmas this guy. parties <laughs> on a Saturday, because you, you <laughs> went to a Christmas. Why do you like, I like this guy? <laughs> Yeah, he's got my sense of humour. Okay, alright. He's dark, he's didn't, dark. Didn't you anyway. also have a Christmas party last night, sweetie? Oh, God, don't. See, no, don't you can tell us all about it in a sec, but all I was going to say is, that no, makes sense. Don't. Christmas parties on a Saturday, to me, make perfect sense. None of this Wednesday, Thursday business. Wednesday, Thursday? How are you going to have a party? Well, no, I was saying, you can't have a party, but they make you have a party on a Wednesday on a Thursday night. And you have two choices. You either get completely smashed, as you should at a Christmas party, and then rock up the next day with a headache because you can't take a day off because it's going to be way too suspicious. Or you don't drink. And then it's like, what's the point of having a Christmas party? Uh, but they purposely do it like that. It's cheaper, and then it's also less likely to get out of control, right? Yeah, look, it makes sense from a business perspective, but, you know, it, it, you lose the spirit of a Christmas party. What you guys had is heaps <laughs> better. Getting drunk. So, so what happened at the Christmas people? party? Swinney, tell us, tell us. No, look, it was at a race course, and because it's like a Christmas horse races thing, if you're not into horse racing or betting on horse racing, then it's kind of like nothing else to do. So it was really... That's a pretty loose Christmas party. It was really... The the, the trots. Yeah, it was (laughs) was really boring. It was. And uh, surely you'd be drinking, though. No, you yeah, had to pay for drinks. Had to pay for your drinks. Had to pay for yeah, their I couldn't believe this. That's so bad. Now That's so bad. I will. I will say there was there was it's like disgusting. a there was a tab for certain people, but it was like a hidden tab. What? And you need to what? know about it. That's worse. And we I got know. access. You can't my, do that. My uh, <sighs> my colleague who was already drunk by that point, the last person to uh, you'd want to have this, he had the card by the end of the night when everyone else had gone. Uh-oh. So he's like. How much is left? So then we just burn through the remainder of the the credit on on the uh, tab. So <laughs> well, I thought you left early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me. What? So everyone left too. earlier than you're early. <laughs> like there was meant to be like forty people. Only thirty people rocked up, and okay. by the by the time I left, there was about eight people, which was like nine o'clock, nine thirty or so. Yeah, the party only started now, at like eight forty-five. No, it started like six o'clock. But oh, okay. can I just say that we we were doing shots, and because of the nature of the license in that particular section of the venue, they can't mm. legally do shots. So you know what they do? What? So we, we had a sambuca shot, and you know they're normally obviously in a normal shot glass. Mm. They put a normal glass down with a shot amount in it, and they put a tiny bit of ice in it. That's how they allow you to do shots. And I didn't realise that, so I'm going to do the shot and suddenly I'm like half choking on a piece of ice. (laughs) Like, what the hell is this? Because that's a lot safer. (laughs) I'm like, what the hell is this? Uh, I just thought they ran out of shot glasses or something. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, they have that in uh, Newcastle or Newcastle. I think it's meant to be called up here Newcastle. in uh, New South Wales. You're not allowed to have shots anymore. And why I think they do that? Jello shots now. I think Jello shots. I love are these loopholes, man. I love. But why? It's what's like the? Fruit? Does anyone know why you can't have shots? What's the? Because oh, you can't so control the Newcastle, drinking. They, oh, it just like the violence got out of hand, oh, okay. like, big time. Like you got to like, admit, actually, shot, shots are one of the things that get people to so quickly to that. Yeah, that's true. I can imagine because you don't, you can't so. do two, three, and you don't even know. Yeah. On the other the hand, shots are the only way you can do like tequila. That. Wink, wink. <laughs> body shots. You could do body shots, eh? Absolutely. That's what I was trying to imply. Yes, that's why I said wink, wink. But he obviously <laughs> can't see me winking, so I had to say wink, wink. Yeah. So the but ferals, I am winking as well. Can you hear so that? So the ferals all fall asleep. Wait, uh, they uh, wake up, tied uh, up, just like uh, some of the people in John's party did the next day. Yes. <laughs> and, and what happened was they were all meant to rotate the watch, and it got up to Joe, and he fell asleep. So they dishonorably discharge Private Joe King. He's out of here. Yep, they called him Private Joking. Now, <laughs> what I love about that is that means his full name is Private Joe Wanking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can be a private, though. I don't think Army Reserves are private. He was calling himself General Joe, okay? I don't think titles <laughs> matter. General Joe sounds cool. <laughs> well, they missed General an obvious Joe, a, a joke. An obvious Joe, haha. <laughs> Of G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe King. Oh, G.I. Joe. Oh, now, oh, they, yeah. probably, they probably might not have wanted to do that for licensing reasons, but they've mentioned a couple of shows. G.I. Joe. So, Mary Poppins and things, is that because that's outside yeah. of the IP laws or whatever? No, of course not. Of course not, because it's satire. You can say whatever you want in that case. I reckon they could have said, oh, G.I. Oh, Joe King. That is terrible. That is terrible. You are 100% right. G.I. Joe. They surely could have made it easy. Like, just even that is funny by itself, but you could, you know... G.I. Joe, G.I. I don't know. I'm not a writer. Um. <laughs> I G.I. No. <laughs> I was like, no, that's shit. I, I've got a All clip, right. uh, or a part of the clip, actually, that I was going to talk to you guys about. Yeah. Okay. If you can just... Is, um, yeah, okay. What is this? Follow the link. <laughs> Going off script here. Is it like your timestamp? Right. Do I need the volume? What's going on? Yeah, you need volume. Oh man, this is killing my ear, man. It goes for ten minutes. <laughs> you want? You just want to extend this podcast, Mike? <laughs> this is, I, don't, I don't think this works that well. Just audio, by the way, dude. <laughs> Maybe you should just describe the clip. Michael is sensitive. I don't think uh, you can uh, describe this. Best, best of GI Joe. Public service announcements, oh. but it's, <laughs> it's it's all it's very visual humor. Um, of course, it's like I have a computer. Stop all the downloading. <laughs> me 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 me. I'll, I'll right. copy it and put it in the show notes. I'm sure it. most yes, people most people who would probably ever find it funny have already ever seen it. Yeah, it's true. You'd it's be true. surprised. There's person. a lot of there's a lot of things that people people have not seen like you remember you guys remember the badger song <laughs> i think like there's like so much stuff the out there it's impossible to watch everything yeah even just the tip there's a lot of people who don't get the reference well i think people are just uh, less childish than us right <laughs> there's also that yes <laughs> okay so uh what, where are we up to so well darren brings in lenny that's right and and we also have this part where was it moddy that said 
to Joe, your brains are in your behind? Yeah, he's... Oh, I can't remember what he <laughs> which said. Which is so weird. No, that was which a, is so weird. There was a setup joke before it. And was it made it? sense. Yeah, he said like... Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm the brains behind this operation. And she said, your brains uh, are behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we've got Lenny, because Lenny wants to get his sniff back, and he's found out that uh, fake <laughs> Kylie has stolen it. Sorry, that makes it sound right? like it's his mojo. <laughs> He's <laughs> yeah, he needs to sniff. Snuff. Uh, okay. So, is this the part where we want to play the clip? Yes, an awesome interaction, as usual, between Radis and Keith. Yeah, so this is when they're fighting for, for control of the tip. Yeah. You're always picking on us. Yeah, you think you're so tough. Yeah. Oh, it goes like a gum leaf eucalyptus breath. Oh. Good idea. Got any? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was my... That was my favourite part of the episode. Delivery was brilliant. It was amazing. Got that, any? That pause and that. Got any? <laughs> Got any? Uh, uh, still my okay, favourite cool. character. It was. I will say oh, it was yeah, a good foreshadowing character. of what's come to come in a couple of scenes or next scene or whatever about Keith as well. So that's true. That's true. Yeah, there was a few good exchanges actually. In this bit. Uh, I wrote a few a few of them down. Um, so this is where we have like. Oh, I thought that was actually going to be the solution to this episode, like that Deus Ex Machina thing again, where Robbie is like skydiving just randomly and lands right next to them. Yeah, all. that was a little. That was <laughs> slightly. I mean, she mentioned it earlier in the episode. She goes, "Hey, I'm going to go skydiving." Did she? she did. Yeah, she did. yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, that one definitely. Okay, but did you just? Like, did what? you just? Did you just think she randomly parachuted in? Yeah. No, yeah. no. She said. Like, it oh, was. don't forget your para- skydiving timetable or something at the start of the episode. Oh, okay. No, so no, I will no, concede I that know. that was probably a little contrived. I knew that would come into exactly play. I remembered that. that because it sounded so weird for Robbie to do something about yeah. parachuting. So I'm like, I, that's going to come up. So I knew that was going to come in. She, ah, okay. she hadn't been seen since then, so I'm like, she's going to come in soon. So. Ah, okay. So, I mean, this gives Lenny the idea to parachute in... Now, I'm just going to, like, you know, sort of loop that off. They end up hatching a plan to get uh, Robbie and Darren. What? Can I just say, parachuting in. So, if the force field only (laughs) affects the head... Mm -hmm. I I assume... By the way, I assume this force field was, like, spherical, you know, like, round. Same as did I, yeah. 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 Now, that means if she drops in, and if it only affects her head, does that mean if she drops through, she's going to get decapitated from gravity? Or <laughs> That's so screwed up, but yeah, you're right. The force of it is going to rip her head off. That's like something out of Happy Tree Friends or something. It's true, it's true. So yeah, the plan that they hatch is for uh, Robbie and for Darren, of course. You know, he's, he's always a point guy on this. Um, to parachute in, and they fail. Like, it's... I don't know. It's pretty lame. They end up parachuting in. They just land straight there. Um, in the meantime, we have Mixie, who suggests that she could dig a tunnel. And we also have Keith, who's now getting too hungry. And he's looking for gummies. He's... he's which was, again, really funny. He's in a daze. He, like, yeah. Gummies, gotta get gummies, out. Gummies, gummies. That reminded gummies. me of um, Colonel Kurtz from Apocalypse Now, and he goes all crazy. Well, it reminded <laughs> me of... Huh? Of um, it's like you could do a perfect crossover with that in the Vietnam section of Meet the Feebles. Oh yes. yeah, that's right. With the uh, the junkie, right. the junkie guy that ends up 
stabbing himself in the head or how knife throwing guy. Speaking of um speaking of the jungle part, did they was the jungle scene there already? I don't remember the when that was shown. When they're sitting at the campfire. That was already in it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that I thought I thought that was really cool. Like you could you could tell it was cuz in, in during the day you could tell it was just a, you know, hand-painted backdrop. But the way they put it all together mm. during nighttime made it such a cool little scene. Like it felt like yeah, they're really in a jungle. Yeah, that that was the scene when they were talking about reconnaissance. So yes, <laughs> go back nice. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take these comments out and whack them in there. Thank you. <laughs> no, it was good. Okay, so so Mixie goes off the digger tunnel, um, and then Joe becomes a traitor and wants to like. But traitor wait, Joe. I I don't understand why he wants to go in. Well, it's because they got rid of him. And well, he yeah, like yeah, he wants to be on one side or the other. I think so. Yeah, I think so. But I actually I didn't click. I thought that he was trying to be a decoy for the parachuting. I, I did as well. I yeah. I was thinking that all the way through, and then he got in. And then they even say, oh, Joe got in. What a traitor or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. So it wasn't part no, of the plan. And then I thought, the why don't they just try to do that? Why don't they use that as the plan? Well, because he hates you know? them. He's against them now because they backstabbed him. How do they backstab him? Because uh, they... <laughs> well, they had that disagreement. Where they're like, oh, Joe, they you suck. dishonorably discharged him. Yeah, when they dist- discharged yeah, him. Okay. So he's like, okay. well, screw you guys. That's it. I'll defect and go to North Korea then. Or technically South now, Korea. did you guys... Did you guys... You, you saw that there were gum leaves and there were actual proper gum leaves. Yes. I don't know what was in the middle. Did you... Yeah, what was that thing? It what was, a, what, what, it was like obviously something lipstick that... Lipstick or something. Yeah, it must have been something like that. It was something that <laughs> Kylie would I thought eat. it was some hippie stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Did I, you say what it was? No, I didn't know what it I was. I, it for some reason, I don't know why I didn't go back and check it, because it was weird. It kind of looked like a tube of something. It was, yeah. Yeah, but I don't did, know why. Yeah. I figured it, would, it was some kind of like hippie thing, but I, I couldn't make it out. I tried to see it a few times, and I'm like, oh, I was hoping one of you guys figured it out. But I love that. It's going to be a mystery. He he finally tips him over the line by saying, yeah, he brought some rations and pulls it, pulls it all out. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, no, that was pretty funny, actually. Um, <laughs> and I, in the end, the ferals are actually happy that Joe is on their side because he thinks that that's going to tip the balance into their favour. Um so we see Mixie has successfully popped out of the tunnel and she's just about to turn off the sniff machine and she gets nabbed by fake Kylie and Keith. And again, Joe has failed in his duty <laughs> on patrol. Keith and um, Kylie are good at holding that ground. Mm. I know, I know. The fortification skills are pretty good. It's like the French in World War I. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway... Um, uh, one thing I did want to say is, you know the next plan, how they got uh, sounds of gummies getting cut down and <laughs> Joe's house and everything? Yeah. That stereo that they had, I we had that stereo. Like, my family Wait, had oh, that really? stereo. Oh, really? Wow. Really? Yeah. Like, the real crazy-looking red, black. Like, something that I, I don't think could exist today unless it was, like, a throwback to that time. Well, well I've noticed do, there yeah, are doing throwbacks. They do throw yeah, back digital radios and stuff like they that. They do, and and a whole suite of I, well, I think it was Dream Dick Smith out of all places that they started. They started to sell toasters and all sorts of little knickknacks like that, and a lot of their I range. Wonder why they're going out of yeah, business? Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, so same as uh, in JB. A lot of the the latest stuff is this retro looking fifties crap. It's just weird that they're bringing that back. Mm. It's not weird. Yeah, it's, 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 so. it's it's cool. Like look, it used to be cool back <laughs> then. That whole you know, uh, what's the actual? There's a name for it. That retro futuristic design. There's a particular that Art Deco sort of style that they used oh, to have Art in the twenties yeah, and yeah. up to the fifties. Like, Art Deco is in the twenties. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you could call the 50s stuff Art Deco, but I know what you know saying. what I mean. Yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of it's like between the 20s excessive and 50s. piping and all that. Yes, kind of stuff, chrome you know? and and lots of you know shiny plastic bits with rounded edges. I know, I know we're going way off track here, but you know what? I'm kind of getting annoyed about mm. this. Is kind of like a throwback from the past to the future and all like. So I hope that's the tie-in. It's. Do you know those two-wheel self-balancing boards yes, that they have now? Which yeah, we'll talk about apparently like legal segways without. Yeah, yeah, but the fact that people call them hoverboards it pisses yeah, me off. Yeah, I know they're not hoverboards. No, man. they're not hovering. They're not what hoverboards. the hell? They have wheels that are attached to the ground <laughs> with friction and shit. I think they call them swagways in the UK, swag-ways. like with a W. Yeah, they okay. should call them swagways. Swagways. Isn't it true that you can't actually, you can't, you're not allowed to legally use them on on the footpath or the street? Is that true? I don't think you're legally allowed to use them in most states. Why? I don't. You can't register. But I don't get that. Like, it's a motorized vehicle. Fair enough. I can see why it kind of fits under that. But what's the difference between that and you know those bikes where you could put an electric motor on it? Which I think to me. They're also illegal. Ah, to me, you put them in the same exact. Grouping as an electrical scooter. When I say scooter, you know, like the feet, you know, yeah. like not the motorbike style scooters and skateboards. Like yeah, they're same. all the That's same kind of what thing. I now, the speed, I'm assuming the speed. It's but pretty then crap. A skateboard can be. The skateboards can go very quick when they're on a downhill slope. You can go so. faster with a skateboard, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon you'd be able to go faster with a skateboard. Pardon <laughs> by your a bit tricky. No, look, it's but skateboards are motorized. The key is it's motorized. I see. That's what they. I care obviously about. see what that's the key, but it's really weird that that's why they they draw the line regardless of what the device is capable of doing. If it has a motor, that's it. So, like, like for instance, hypothetical hypothetical scenario, right? I get a couple of those tiny yes. Tamiya cars. You know, you know the ones. I don't know if you guys remember the ones that <laughs> yeah, we yeah, just yeah. go in a straight line because all they had is a basic motor and like wheels on the sides to bump against walls and shit. And I pull the motor <laughs> out, or I pull the whole base of the car, and I attach it to some shoes, and then I use mm. those to like propel myself down the street. Do you think that they would count that as being illegal as well? By law, I guess Probably. it is because it's a motorized form of transport. No, it's just that you know, to, you they have to have a classification of it. If it doesn't have a classification, then you can't have it, right? So, a lot of things have now been classified. It's like, you know, those motorized bicycles that you're talking about. Mm. I believe if they are limited to a certain speed, then they're not illegal. It, above that speed, you have to register them. But, but people are wouldn't it be really the same with these things? Now. Like, if these things are restricted, would no, they... No, because they're not classified. They're not classified as anything. They don't fit in any, any bucket. So, if they so don't, if fit, you in don't bucket, fit in a bucket, how can you... You can't be registered. Yeah, but so but hang on, like, where do they draw the line of going on a footpath? Is 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 the footpath usage? Because you can, for instance, a push bike. Are you allowed to use a push bike on a footpath? No, not in most states. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's also confusing. But a lot of it just do. like is it just me it though? Is, where instinctively it feels well. weird that something like that would be illegal. Mm, I'm I'm not very I'm more pro liberty, so I think. 
you know, let people sort it out. Go use it, you know. Yeah, but if you cause problems with it, then... <laughs> no, so no, my... no, no. I'm saying if I was to write the, bo- the, the laws, I wouldn't ban things yeah, left, right, like yeah. the, the government does. But if you go and cause an accident or something like that, then you get sued to hell and you have to pay that back. And if you're broke for the rest of your life, that's your own fault. Mm. That's so, Monkey Boy, Monkey Boy, yo, yo. that awesome tape play that you had, your family had, did they play mm. the same awesome sound effects that the ferals did in this episode ah i see uh, what yes, he's doing yes, <laughs> trying to get yes. us back on track <laughs> you sly mother um yes yes they did we would often wake to the sound of gummies getting cut down and i'd wake up gummies i want my gummies <laughs> um so this is the part this is where we get up to the fun part where Mixie gets tortured. Yes. <laughs> yes, fun and part. Yes. <laughs> Until she said about bastard. the torturing, I thought, wow, fake Kyle is actually smart because she stops Keith and Joe from being distracted by the sounds of their house or Gumtree getting mm, distracted. Sorry. And then she turns around and says, let's torture the prisoner. <laughs> let's torture the prisoner. <laughs> so, can I just say, we know what happens, and I think it's actually done really well, but it still sounds really bad at times, is... In this show, we've had racist stereotypes, Radis with a cleaver threatening to open Mixie. <laughs> Sorry, a yep. Moddy. Chainsaw. Moddy as a pudgy pussy in a bikini. We've had Radis yep. trying to shit out a bomb and in the same episode, him tied up <laughs> and everyone disappointed that his bits aren't going to fly everywhere. Was torture yep. the remaining thing other than maybe alcohol? Uh, I think so. Well, the, gambling, had drugs gambling. in the form of gummies, so that's that. We've had, had gambling. gambling. Had lots of gambling. Had gambling. Gambling, yeah. Multiple times, that's true. No, but I... Look, okay, probably, like, skipping all the way through it, but... So, at, at the start, she's like, oh, we'll torture the prisoner. I was like, what the hell? This is, like, so screwed up, right? Then it turns out they're going to torture her with feathers, so it's sort of like, oh, it's not so bad. Yeah. So, Radis and and, uh, and Fake Kylie are trying to negotiate, and, and the that. negotiations fail, and then Fake Kylie's like, oh, that's fine, we'll, we'll just kill her. <laughs> I was like, What? Can what? I? This is so, this is so messed up. Can I say my notes. It says they want them to sign a peach treaty. <laughs> peach treaty. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Probably makes more sense than the show, but <laughs> but all throughout this scene, and it goes for a while, but like this ongoing thing with the torturing of Mixie, her mm. screams are deafening. It sounds oh, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah. like they're yeah, actually doing harm to her. So. Yeah, no, exactly, it does. You, hey, I feel like we've missed we missed the second clip, did we? Or are we up to it now? The sound clip? Yeah. No, no, we've we've already covered it. About, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it was about the that was when uh, they were playing the tape, tape recorder. Oh, yeah. Well, what was it? I'm just trying to remember. I'm just playing it now. If it plays. That's not. Oh. Nah. That's all. Tape. We've covered it. It's dead. <laughs> You're dead to me. No, I just thought you just didn't want to use the clip. I'm like, fine, we'll just talk. No, about no, 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 no. I didn't know what the clip was about. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like future Luke. We'll have to cover this, but I thought it was pretty f-ed up. Like, you know, at first I was like, oh, okay, no, they're not really torturing her. And then she's like, oh, no, no, we're just gonna kill her. And it was just so nonchalant. It was like, oh yeah, we're just gonna kill. Who cares? So, and I yeah. can't remember. Was this? part was it around here when Lenny and Robbie ran back and then Robbie yeah realised oh I can use a guitar 
Yeah, yeah. So she remembers that you can use the guitar. They were trying to remember what song it was, and then they remember and disrupt the uh, force field. And the conditions... And then that's it. The conditions of the Peach Treaty was uh, <laughs> the ferals have to stop insulting them, they can yep. never go near the car again, and, yep. which kind of negates the second point, they have to yes. give them the tip yes. forever, which had the car's in yep. anyway, so... <laughs> mm. But that's where the Peach Treaty, the Peach Treaty, sorry, I should say, broke down, because Radish was like, nah, stuff that, you know, I'm not going to do that, so... But he was just, this whole time, he was just delaying them while Lenny and Robbie... Yeah, they were just trying to stall. Found a way to disable the sniff machine thingy without knowing mm. they actually had a way to disable it, so... He essentially could have just been prolonging this indefinitely until, <laughs> you know, they might not have ever found a way. <laughs> so, I mean, that that's when uh, Joe implements, what was it, Chapter 5 of the Australian Army Reserve's manual? Uh, surrender? <laughs> so, yeah, he surrenders, and that that's sort of the end of that. Then we see during the credits that Lenny has devised... I don't know, he's, like, modified the sniff machine. So instead of, like, having force fields around the sniff machine, it's, like, you know, force fields in remote places. It's weird. That's the best way I could describe it. It's like, you assumed it was almost, like, little separate devices, but then they just looked at the one on their porch. But we we didn't exactly clarify what happened at the very end, which was Robbie rocked up with the guitar, she'd remembered it, and then Radis screwed up the peach treaty paper and actually threw it and then that's when they realised it's right. Oh, yeah, that's so, right. It went through, that's yeah. right. And then they all were like, oh, we're in trouble just now. for the people that, you know, are never going to watch this episode, following. which we just need to close yeah, the, people, the people who are adding up the points at home. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I always think about that. If pe- People's interpretation of this show who don't watch the episodes, this must sound like after 29 episodes, like... Mm. If they don't know what any of them look like, if they don't know what the sets look <laughs> no, like... we haven't described anything like what, that, have we? No, but we've... They must have <laughs> pulled something together in their head. What do they think this world looks like? If they must think it looks uh, really yeah. cartoonish, and while it kind of does, mm, it's also realistic at times, you know? It's very gritty, yeah. It's very gritty at times, isn't it? <laughs> so, I, I'm going to postulate something. So, Lenny traps Keith and fake Kylie in the car, Joe in his house, and the ferals in the shed. And I reckon it's like Lenny's just trying to have a bit of privacy with Robbie. I you know, was thinking the same apartment. thing, yes. <laughs> yeah, yep. see? Thank yep. you. Some, uh, Thank you. I'm not crazy. Some Lenny. private Lenny Leonard. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they look very sus. They look very close at the end. Maybe this is the classic uh, TV show trying to loop loop it all up oh, at the end. We'll yep. see what happens. Well, they have the one more tooth. episode. Yes. <laughs> all the right. So, I mean, that covers the episode. Yeah. So I what did you say? I said the one the <laughs> one for, featuring Lee. Super fan. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought you said one for each ring, and I was like, "What is one Lee anyway. to rule them all?" Um, <laughs> exactly. Can I just I say there's a there's something I want to cover, but it's probably best to cover it after we do the ratings of the episode. So okay, okay. Well, I think we're up to the ratings unless there's anything that we missed in the episode. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> I'll lead the batting this time. Mm. So I gave this episode five out of Whoa. ten. Okay. I thought it was good. I did, didn't laugh a lot in the episode. And it's like... I don't know. I, I think it'll be pretty forgettable as well. So, yeah. I thought I had to give it a 5. How about you, Swinney? Okay. I give this episode a 10. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, jeez. 
because not only did I laugh so much in this episode, but the yep. story the storylines were all pulled together really well. They set every little bit up, you know, with the Robbie parachute thing, with the Robbie guitar. Yep. It all made sense. It was all shot yep. really well with fantastic, um, as we said, like camera work and everything. I can't fault mm-hmm. this episode, especially as a kid's show, although the torturing thing was <laughs> talking about guns. I can't fault the episode, <laughs> however. <laughs> no, no. I'm threatening to torture and kill no, one no, of, no. One I'm of saying, the characters. As a kid's show, it was really good, yeah. apart mm. from those things. But from a, me watching it, <laughs> 10 out of 10, definitely. I wow. loved it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. How about you, Mike? Well, t- to be honest, while watching it, I was going to give it a 9. Uh, and then I think retrospectively, when I thought about it a little bit, and I thought, "Hey, look, this was a bit contrived. This this needed a bit of work here and there." I think I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. Yeah, but inching towards a nine. So if I could give it an eight and a half, <laughs> which I can't, I would. So a hard eight. So, but if you gi- if you could give it eight and a half, then mm. you round up, so you give it a nine. So I guess I'll give it a nine. Then. Hey, that's not true. That's not true. That's not how it works. You truncate it. <laughs> Stop talking at me, finance man. <laughs> well, let, let's go. So I, I'm going to write eight. I'm writing eight because you said eight. Okay, let's go with eight. It's fine. <laughs> okay, well, this is pretty different ratings. Uh, did you find it funny, like Swinney? Oh, oh you talking to Mike? Yeah. I, I thought it was funny, yeah. I, I actually, I, I, I forget where. I didn't have it in my notes, but there was a particular part where I, I laughed out loud. I sure oh, that. yeah. That's, that's okay. funny. And I'm like, <laughs> sounds like you're talking, talking to someone to myself. In the room. If, if there was like such a, I don't know if there's such a thing as an audio dictionary, but I, I guess there probably is. But uh, if you had an entry for LOL, and that would be the perfect thing, like laugh out loud, like <laughs> I did, I literally lolled. It's <laughs> true. It's true. I literally lolled. Hmm. lolled. Literally, whatever. Double LOL. Okay, I think that wraps us up for for this episode. Next episode is Season 2, Episode 15, Fossil Fuels, the final Ferrell's show. And we will have one show after that to wrap it all up. All these little loose ends that we have. But uh, for now, it's bye. Adios. Goodbye.